Hello everyone, we're back with another episode of Disclosures Decoded, where we analyze movies, music, and media, both new and old. I'm your host, Dorian King. And I'm Sasha Soul. Now let's open the vault to share what we've decoded. Today we're going to be reviewing the album If I Am Only My Thoughts by the band Loving. They're a psychedelic rock-folk-pop band from Victoria, British Columbia. Its members include brothers Lucas and Jesse Henderson, along with their longtime friend David Perry. After the success of their self-titled album in 2016, the band signed with Last Gang Records, who produced this album. They're a popular label with some big-name artists like Crystal Castles, Metric, and The New Pornographers. The first song is called Visions, and I really enjoyed how dreamy of an introduction this is. I found myself singing along to several tracks off this album, but after looking at the lyrics closely, I've grown to appreciate the song a little bit more. My interpretation of the song is that Jesse Henderson is talking about the visions holding him prison. Lyrically, it reads like a breakup song, and it sounds almost like he's reliving those moments. Jesse Henderson actually said in an article that this song is about how we're not always in control because a lot of our lives are determined by forces beyond us. At first, I was struggling to figure out how exactly he was trying to convey this and which parts of the lyrics really emphasize that. Then I noticed in the first four lines, he says, I've got a vision so clear in my head. It's a strange kind of prison. It is and it isn't. So I realized that the prison he's talking about is the forces beyond us. And when he says it is and it isn't, you know he's speaking metaphorically. After that, he follows it up by saying, it's the life I'm bound to live without ever knowing why. Which just further tells us that he's not in control of everything and that what happens is pretty much what is meant to be. It's an interesting thing to be reading during these times of COVID-19 when we're literally imprisoned by forces beyond our control. I like the way he writes, but the song is also important because it gives you a good idea of what the album is going to sound like. Heavily reverberated, sharp, vibrato electric guitar beside an amazing, cleanly recorded acoustic guitar. Pure drum beats that aren't overwhelming, but rather consistent with the song. And the more I listen to it, the more I have decided this is one of my favorite keyboards that I have heard in an indie rock band. The second track on this album is called Only She Knows. I was first introduced to this song by Dorian last year when it was just a single, and I've always felt a certain lightness to it. My theory with this album is there's a story being told with every song lyrically. To me, this conveyed feelings of wondering what this girl is truly thinking about and feeling farther away from her emotionally. It's almost as if we're witnessing the decline of a relationship, but it's delivered in perfect three-minute bursts of warm piano and guitar. Only She Knows sounds like a warm summer night every time I listen to it. Either that or a snowy walk beside a lake. I feel like the snowy walk beside the lake is more of the feeling I get. This song to me has a very strong Bibio feel to it. That may have something to do with how difficult it is to tell at what point the keyboard is being used as opposed to the guitar. Bibio has a habit of mixing the two to sound really in line with each other, 
and layered in a way that just throws you off. There's a section starting at exactly one minute into the song that I keep wrestling with to decide whether it's a heavily effect-driven Moog keyboard or a dream pop guitar. Whatever it is, it's mind-bending to me, and the way they mix it into the song only makes it more trippy, and I love it. If I Am Only My Thoughts is possibly my favorite track off this album. I love the cushioning sounds of nostalgia and the dreaminess of the instrumentals that accompany it. As far as lyrics go, this song has a few good lines in it, such as, The words they form the walls, and my body is the cage. Everything I think and do is just a masquerade. I like these lyrics because I think they have a certain relatability that echoes the feeling of barely holding it together. Like after a breakup, which I think the song is implying. You know, I also really like the end of this song for the line, which includes the title of the song. If I am only my thoughts, let me be one. That comes across almost as if he's asking to be left alone so that he can just be. I like it because sometimes it's what we need. Sometimes you just want to be on your own with nothing but your thoughts. This track has a tambourine in it that I like. There's something so pleasant about it. And it's the only sort of percussion in the song for at least a minute. The simplicity of this song is probably what I like most. Only She Knows is an awesome song because there are so many layers to it, but it's a complex song for that same reason. My earliest introduction to Loving was from a track off their self-titled album towards the end of last year. I hadn't listened to all of their tracks, but I remember hearing the song A Long, Slow, Little Wave slash Citizen in Activity, and I really enjoyed it. When it comes to this new song, January, it brings me back to the same feeling. I think this band has a strong hold over their ability to move their audience with or without lyrics. This band definitely does well with their instrumentals. In fact, this next song, Nihilist Kite Flyer, has a really great instrumental to it. I love the way the keyboards are maintaining the rhythm of the song and provide a solid bass for those beautiful guitars to play over. One significant thing I notice is that some of the riffs have some very natural occurring panning. It's a very elegant and smooth song to me, and it's a key track to really capturing the kind of band this is. I feel like someone who might casually listen to their music may think every song sounds the same. It's understandable because they're a folk pop trio that uses the same instruments in every song. Though if you spend more time on each song, and really listen closely, you might develop a deeper appreciation for each individual track and notice there is in fact a difference. Nihilist Kiteflyer's introduction of piano and guitar is definitely beautiful. The electric guitar has a very beachy feeling to it. And as far as lyrics go, a line I found particularly notable was, and though I've always wanted an answer, now I know better. The song makes you think of when a relationship comes to an end. People tend to pry for reasons of why it is ending in order to seek closure, but sometimes it's best not to know. So the final song on the album is called Stranger to Yourself, and it's a good closer. I think it's the simplest song on the album. The construct of the song is very basic with only two instruments, a repeating set of chords from the same sounding acoustic guitar that started this album off on Visions, then that lovable, clean electric guitar 
that finds these amazing riffs to play on top of it. Then one of the best things is that it doubles up that same guitar and it sounds so magical because the way they recorded this puts a second layer of the same guitar playing a riff on top of itself. Those two align so well that it really just melts me. The band's ability to find these little snippets to pan during the song is amazing to me too. I really like the lyrics of this song as well. Throughout it, Jesse Henderson is sort of telling you to look in the mirror and see if you recognize yourself. He's saying that you're not forming your own opinions because you're codependent upon other people. All the way to the point that you almost don't have an identity. The line, in a way you know yourself through the questions that you have felt, suggests that even though you're really good at avoiding your feelings, you do in fact know what you're doing and you know it's wrong. Finally, he hits you with the one-two punch by telling you straight up that you can't make decisions for yourself, so instead you just avoid conflict, and to cover yourself up, you judge others as your last method of self-avoidance. The song is relatable in so many ways that there is no straight and narrow directing us to a precise answer. I loved what you mentioned about codependency because I heard the same thing while listening. We as individuals can define ourselves based on who we associate with the most. Being an individual is almost ironic since we thrive and survive off the interactions with others. It's almost impossible to leave this world unaffected by another person. So Loving is an easy band to listen to because they have a very relaxed vibe to them. They are deep but soft, fragile yet smooth. They're a band you could throw on if you're just in the mood to have music on in the car, and also a band that you might reflect on life with. You're not going to get psyched for a sports game with this album, but ultimately I would say they're an easy band to listen to, and this is definitely a good album. I agree with this album being on the easier side to listen to. It's definitely a reflective album that can purely be experienced privately with headphones on. The band clearly had an idea for the order they wanted these tracks to be in, which contributed to the easy listening factor for sure. Listening a few times and reviewing each lyric, this album has so much wisdom for being a sophomore album. Its optimistic chord progression and some songs make it easy listening for lazy summer days, while also being the album that comforts you. So for lyrical quality, Jesse Henderson has a lot to say, and he knows how to creatively put those thoughts out there. Each song seems to tell a story and has meaning to it. I can't personally say that they're all relatable to me, but the way he sings what he writes is in a way heartwarming. I think heartwarming is a great way to put it. The synchronicity of the lyrics with the instruments is spot on. There isn't a battle for which is most superior given they're very complementary from the first to the final track. The production quality on this album is amazing. I mentioned numerous times in which they layer instruments and pan certain riffs and mix and master the keyboards as a basis for certain songs, but also as a dominant instrument with its own solos. I love the way the band produces its work, and you have to have quite a decent amount of understanding to make it this well. And a fun fact about these guys, they record their music exclusively on tape as opposed to digitally compared to their first album there is a noticeable improvement in production as you mentioned 
I think they had a lot more room to exercise and experiment with this album, which came out really well. So I would definitely recommend this album. Yeah, I recommend this album to anyone who listens to quieter, softer music, especially. If you can dig in deep, you'll really be able to appreciate the music more than most people who just know the hits. Otherwise, anyone who is a fan of Whitney, real estate, or even a bit of Bibio, like I said before, I would check these guys out. So, everybody, this was another episode of Disclosures Decoded. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now you can expose what we've disclosed.